This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, April 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Biden picks CDFA's Moffitt. Broadband delays SGMA. Biden's tax plan pledges to shield farms. Biden picks CDFA undersecretary for USDA role. President Joe Biden yesterday announced his intent to nominate CDFA Undersecretary Jenny Lester Moffitt to a position that would put her in charge of administering the Agriculture Department's marketing and animal and plant health efforts. If confirmed as the Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs, Moffitt would lead USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service. She would oversee organic programs and other value-added efforts, as well as the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. In a statement, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said Moffitt's nomination, quote, demonstrates that USDA is committed to putting the perspective of our producers at the heart of what we do. CDFA Secretary Karen Ross called Moffitt, quote, a tireless advocate for agriculture and the people of California and a shining example of the next generation of agricultural leadership. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Lagging broadband could delay SGMA plans. Pandemic precautions have presented new hurdles for stakeholder engagement on groundwater sustainability plans due in January, that according to rural county representatives of California. The challenges to our counties have been myriad, said an RCRC policy advocate at a legislative hearing this week, but many are rooted in sorely lagging broadband infrastructure. To address this, Republican Assembly Member Devon Mathis of Acelia has a bill that would allow the state to extend that deadline for some plans so people can get their ducks in a row. The bill drew backlash from the local government commission, which argued the pandemic should not be an excuse when these communities had up to seven years to prepare. The California Groundwater Coalition added that any delays now would increase overall costs. This is not kicking the can down the road, said Mathis. It's not a mandatory extension. This bill gives the Department of Water Resources the option. President Biden targets heirs in $1.8 trillion spending plan. President Joe Biden today proposing a $1.8 billion package of spending on child nutrition and other social needs that would be paid for in part by new taxes on inherited assets. The president's plan promises to protect family-run farms from the new taxes as long as the farms stay in operation. Under current law, heirs don't pay capital gains taxes on inherited assets until they're sold, and then they get a stepped-up basis that significantly limits the amount of tax that is owed. By the way, Biden's American Families Plan includes an expansion of nutrition assistance for low-income school kids during summer months and also would make more schools automatically eligible for free meals. Biden will talk about the plan during an address to a joint session of Congress tonight. You can read more about the plan at agripulse.com. Holy guacamole! Avocado prices jump on fresh demand. Consumers could start seeing a jump in prices for avocados as demand for the fruit is on the rise. 
The California crop is turning out smaller than expected. That according to the pricing and consulting firm Mintec. The average price of U.S. avocados has risen by 34% over the past nine weeks. And the price of Mexican avocados jumped 84% in the same time frame, that according to the firm. The rise in Mexican avocado prices can be largely explained by firm European and U.S. demand, Mintech said in an analysis. EU farmers lose patience with farm to fork. European farmers are accusing the European Commission of dragging its feet on an assessment of how its farm-to-fork plan will impact the agriculture sector. Too much attention is being paid to the fork part of the equation and not the farm, said Copa Cogeca, the largest umbrella group of European farmers and cooperatives. We have been waiting for a year now for an impact assessment, a standard EU procedure, on the various effects of such policy and its implications for the union's trade policy, the group said yesterday. The response from the European Commission? Nothing. It's especially frustrating that USDA has already done what the Commission has not. The Mega Farm Group said, pointing to an economic research service study from November, ERS estimated that the EU proposal to cut pesticides and fertilizer usage while idling more acreage would reduce European productivity. Farm groups to USTR will collaborate on environment. U.S. farmers and ranchers already go to great lengths to produce sustainable crops, but they are willing to do even more so long as the government doesn't impose new mandates on them. That's the message that a dozen major producer groups are delivering to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai in a letter. The letter is a response to a speech on environmental protection Tai gave earlier this month. We agree there are additional practices that farmers can adopt, including expanded use of cover crops. With good information and the correct incentives, farmers will achieve even better environmental outcomes, the letter says. Here's today's He Said It. While there are many important issues the Natural Resources Committee is tasked to examine, addressing this water crisis cannot wait. That's California Representative David Valadeo in urging the House subcommittee to hold a drought hearing. The California Republican delegation shared similar comments in a letter to the committee chair. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, April 28th. Latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.